Um, it's like trigger warning at this point. Why am I even bothering to stay alive? That is a genuine thought that came from my head when I was in the hospital. Hello, my name is Charles and this is Samir and welcome to the one year anniversary episode of Someday. That's right, last month we celebrated the second birthday of the Alpha Apps and today we're going to celebrate one whole year since we started Someday. So for today, happy birthday to Someday. We've had some great moments on this show and some brilliant guests. In today's episode, we're bringing back some of our guests and some brand new ones too. Yeah, um, we've given this episode the theme of how to be successful in 60 minutes. Uh, to be honest, we're not sure how long this episode is actually going to be, uh, but chances are it might be a little bit longer than we expected. <laughs> yeah, we originally planned on just having six guests, but now somehow we've come up to 10. So you guys can ask questions uh, to do careers, confidence and more over on our Instagram. And we've gotten our guest today to answer these questions. Let's get started with our very first question of the show. Samir, who have we got up first? So this first question comes from Ali. Uh, and Ali, I love your question. And I've actually passed it on to the first guest we had on the show in season two, uh, the amazing and hilarious Krusty Curd. Um, Krusty Curd is a huge supporter of the Alpha Raps um, and one of the funniest people we know. Uh, he's given a response, and if you're watching this its video form, which we'll talk about later on how you can access the video form this episode, you'll know where he is. If you're listening to it via audio, um, you can probably, by the sound, just just picture him as if he's uh, hanging from a, an airplane wing. Yo guys, it's Krusty Curd here, man. I'm with my creator, my father. I was in this guy's bullsack for one time in my life, and then I came out, and I became this. Now, happy birthday to someday, man. One year, that's a long time, you know, that's a long time. Now, this question came from Ali. And he asked, how important are social media numbers really? Now, for me personally, back in the day, yeah, okay, they, were, they were quite big. I wanted to get views and shit. But now I don't mind, man. I'm just posting and posting and posting because I want to post and post and post. But influencers, when they say, oh, numbers don't matter, likes don't matter, shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up, man. Tell them, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Because it does matter. It's like a business. If you ain't making sales, if you ain't getting likes, you ain't getting money. Yeah? Oh my god, ambulance. Yeah. Oh shit, what the fuck is this lighting? Well, what the fuck? It's Krusty Curd, man. You're listening to the Someday Podcast, the best podcast in the game. Thanks, Krusty Curd, for being able to do this video for us. So, for the question, I think uh, to like a certain extent, you need to um, think about social media numbers because you need to know what it is that your audience actually likes. And on the other hand, if you focus on social media numbers too much, you can just like, it, 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 can, it can consume you in a way, <laughs> I think. And it can like cause more harm than good because 
you're just you're just suddenly always striving for these numbers and if it will inevitably happen when you don't get as many numbers as you used to before and it can like really hit you hard I think you have to keep a good balance of knowing what your audience likes as well as not going overboard on like wanting the numbers yeah I think to an extent I mostly agree with what Krusty said uh, but I think, do you know what the thing is with social media numbers is if you're going to hold importance to them, first of all, understand why you're holding importance to them. Sometimes people think that they can post a certain type of content and for the first like month or two, it is not doing well at all. So they start to get a bit stressed and they feel like giving up. Sometimes it just takes the right people to see the content first. Just because you're not doing well for a couple of months even if it's for a year, it doesn't mean it's not good. It just means the fact that we haven't seen it yet. Um, but also, I maybe we'll get into this later on, because I know a question is coming up later on, and I want to give that one. You don't need amazing numbers on social media to achieve a particular goal. Um, a lot of the time, big numbers on social media often portray opportunities for you to make money. Um, you can make money with a little following. You can make money with a few likes. There are, there are so many different ways of making money on social media. Um, and hey, maybe it's the whole fact of actually, I have, a, I have a service or a product and I want more people to see that product. So therefore I need big numbers. I need a lot of followers. Even that, like, no, not really, because you can just put an advert out. And you can get that advert out to as many people as you want to. So, you know, don't stress too much about social media numbers. They come to you eventually. And sometimes they don't. Oh, well, that's all right. There's, there's, there's other ways of, of achieving what you want beyond just social media. That's what I, I think. think. Yeah. All right. Ready for the next question? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So, next question comes from Lisa. And you know what? When I saw this question, I thought there was no one else better to answer it than this kid. It's the incredible BCK. We're going to talk a little bit about BCK later on uh, after his question. But uh, let's check this one out now. Yo, it's BCK. Happy birthday to someday. This question came from Lisa and said, how can I stop worrying about what people think about me? Uh, honestly, don't worry about what they think about you. Like, you just got to stay doing you and not worry about what people say and never give up, really. Just focus and chase whatever dreams and ambitions that you've got. But yeah. This is BCK and you're listening to someday. Interesting advice there from, uh, from BCK. It's actually a good question from Lisa. And what's also interesting is we've got a whole bunch of questions that come up later on throughout this episode, which all kind of link to that same theme of like, you know, being doubted and how can I, how can I stop worrying what people say? Um, and it's an interesting one because the advice to that is what BCK said. To most people when they hear that, will think, well, that's not really good advice, is it? Just don't worry. But that is it. That's exactly what it is. You just 
don't worry. I think, I don't know, the way I see it is why would you care about what they have to say about you? What, what is it about their opinion that makes them so important for you to have to care? You know, what is it about a person that makes them so important for you to have to care? What do you think? Well, what, what I think is like, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like when it really comes down to it, whose opinion is it that, that, that should be worth the most? Like, I, one thing I always remind myself is that when it really comes down to it, the most important opinion to someone should be their own opinion. Like, for, for me, like, all the time, yeah, I can, I can be influenced by people around me with their opinions and everything like that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the one actually living with what I'm doing. Like, if, 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 you're, if you're happy about what, you, what you're doing, you should be confident about it. That's just wonderful. Can we just give a little shout out to BCK, by the way? If you don't know who BCK is, we've had him on the show before. He was our second guest on this second season of Someday. Um, young kid, 15 years old, I believe. Rapper uh, from Essex. You know, my, my ends, my old ends. Uh, such a talented, talented kid. And I was so, so excited to see that he got recognised by Fumes yeah. uh, and BCK was invited onto the Plugged In. If you have not seen that, it's the it's the up-and-comers uh, Plugged In, I believe. Just search BCK Plugged In, it will pop up. Uh, did really well trending on YouTube and all sorts of places. What did you think of that Plugged In? Me? Oh, I really loved it. I actually wish that he could have had a, like, a, a longer section to himself. I really enjoyed his part. Loved it. Definitely worth a view. Go check it out, people. Can I be honest with you? What's that? A lot of people loved his plugged in. Many say he was, it wasn't his, it was a good one. But many people say that BCK was the best in that, that particular plugged in. He was better than the rest. I'll be honest. I don't actually think that was his best work. This. Like I, I think that that was not his best work, and that's what makes it interesting because that wasn't his best work, and yet he was the best part of that plugged in. Like I a hundred percent agree, he was the best part of that plugged in. He stood out amongst the others, and yet that's not even the best he has. Imagine if he had a full plugged into himself. Like the BCK plugged in. Uh, Fumes, we don't, you don't know us. We don't know you, Riffs. Somehow, this clip makes it to you on the internet somehow. You've got to give BCK his own plugged in. 100%. 100%, yeah. He will do a madness on that one. Absolutely. Yeah, that's BCK, man. Thanks, BCK, for, for, uh, for joining us again on the show. Before we go into another one, I actually want to plug something. No, no, that, that, that was not a pl an intended pun just there. I didn't intend that. So, earlier, I mentioned, you know, you can watch this podcast via video form. 
Charles, you probably have no idea what I'm about to say. Um, this is a decision I made earlier today, and I thought it would be a great choice to do it as like a way to celebrate um, yeah, so someday's first birthday. The audio form of the podcast is brilliant. It's, it's really entertaining, but there's nothing quite like the full video form. It's a lot more entertaining. There is now a place you can watch it, if you want to, if you want to. So we very recently made our own Patreon account. So the Alphabets are on Patreon. Now, you can actually choose, if you would like to support the Alphabets as a small business that we are, you can choose to subscribe to us for a very, very small fee. And part of one of the memberships we offer, we will be providing you with the full video format of the Sunday podcast, which starts with this one. The someday one year birthday, this one, how to be successful in 60 minutes. Check that out. Sounds like a good deal to me. I think there's also, there's also loads of other stuff as well, by the way. It's not yeah. just paying for a video. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it in this episode, but you can check it out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really, really good value for money. Um, good cost, actually. I think it's, it's worth it, but it's up to you. You decide if you want to do it. We don't mind. Anyways. Are you ready for uh, another guest? I am ready. Yeah, I'm going to call you out, actually, Charles, because at the start of the show, I told you that I want you to tell me. I think it's time for another guest. This is now the the second guest we've had, and you haven't you haven't told me yet, man. You haven't told me. Is this a part of the thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're still on the show. We're still on the air, man. Anyway. Don't worry, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Next one, next one, next one. You're a, you're a joke, man. You know that. What the hell? <laughs> Anyways, our next question comes from the amazing Hassan. Um, Hassan's a good guy, actually. Yeah, he speaks to us quite a bit on the Instagram page. And uh, I said that on purpose because, uh, Hassan, we are giving you a brilliant guest to answer your question. He has not been on the show yet, but he's about to come on the show right now. And in fact, he's, we've actually interviewed this guy before and his whole episode is coming up later this month. It is the very next episode. This is You're a Joke Man. Guys, guys, I'm Joke Man. And happy birthday to Sunday. It's an amazing day. Happy birthday to them. But obviously now, I'm answering the question. Hassan decided to ask me a nice and lovely juicy question. He wants to know, how do you attract an audience on social media? So obviously, uh, all you have to do is be a joke, man. You know, to be honest, all you have to do really is just be consistent. And like for me, they say, I said to myself, I'm going to upload one video every day. Make sure that you upload one video every day. Let's say if you say you're going to upload three times a week, make sure you upload three times a week. Do you get it? And also, be yourself, man. Don't copy this. Be comfortable in front of the camera. My name's Yuri Jokeman, and you're listening to Someday. Great advice. Uh, I agree completely, yeah. especially with the last bit. Be yourself. Um, there's a lot of people out there who just, they kind of copy what they see as trending, they copy what they see as popular. Like, I've seen a lot of people 
copying uh, I don't you know you don't, you don't use TikTok but the incredible uh, Ollie Ball and oh no Jacob Jacob yeah I didn't forget your name man um those two hilarious boys they took over TikTok pretty much uh for the last couple of months and people have just been copying their style completely completely ripping it off and it's not interesting. It's not interesting, man. Be yourself. I, I had to direct that question over to, to you or a joke, man, because he is somebody who's really, really good at, at building an audience and attracting an audience on social media. He's, He's very, original as well. He is original. He is original. He is exactly himself. We've had him on the show. I think one of the nicest people on social media, genuinely the kindest people, you know, you look at people that do pranks and you kind of, you, you think they're not very kind people. They're just kind of yeah. like, you know, he's not that way at all. You will see that on the, the show later this month when we get him on. A brilliant conversation. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like George. What, what do you think? What's your, what's your answer to that? Well, one of the things that he said at the start was um, posting like every day. That consistency is, is, is something you need. If you want to build up your... If, if you want to, like, build up your social media um, fast, that is, consistency is what you need. You need to make sure you're always posting. Or people forget about you. You need to make sure you're always in your audience's head. And that's, that's just something I, I yeah. loved uh, from what he said. And he does that. That's something he does too. And you can see the results. I think also, as well as uh, consistency in terms of, like, amount of times you post i think that it also needs to be consistency in the type of content you're posting as well there was a period of time this year where we kind of put a big pause on our content being posted because we're trying to reshuffle the content a little bit we have a schedule we have a schedule on social media where certain types of posts go up on different days and that worked a few years ago but i think nowadays that strategy doesn't really work. I think it's important to find a niche. And there's, different, there's all kinds of strategies you can use. But I think it's, it's quite useful to find a niche and stick to that niche for some time, whether it be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever. Okay. Because that way, and this works with TikTok especially, I think, because you, that way certain people find your content, right? And they'll be like, oh, I like this content. Let me check out others. And they'll go on your page and they will see all your other content in a similar style and they'll watch it and they'll be like, okay, I like this stuff, let me follow. However, if you have different content every single day, somebody will watch one of your videos and that is a brilliant video. Let me see if they've got any more. Now, you probably do have more like that, but because you've got such a variety throughout the week, it's hard to find the other pieces of content. And that's where it becomes challenging. Um, so yeah, as well as consistency, gone. Yeah, imagine, imagine seeing a like this podcast, and then the next video you see is a little blues podcast. You're not gonna, you're not gonna like it very much. <laughs> you just, you just had to take a little blue man. Uh, you know, it's it's that thing. So as well as consistency in terms of how many times you're posting, also consistency in the type of posts as well. I think. Yeah. Well, so man. Who is our next guest? 
Charles, I feel like we are we are shooting past these quicker than I thought we would. So this next guest, I'm excited for this one. Anyone that knows me personally, they will know that when it comes to what I love watching, since I was a little kid, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to watch was wrestling. It was a family tradition in our house. We loved wrestling every, um, when I was a kid, I think it was every Thursday night was Raw in the UK. And every Saturday morning we watched SmackDown, um, which I think an after that was at the Power Rangers or whatever. But, and we just used to watch wrestling as a family. And I loved it. Huge fan of wrestling. I still watch it today. You can't get him to stop talking about it. Well, I don't talk, listen, man, I've barely spoken about it on the podcast. Right? Yeah. Now, purely for selfish reasons alone, I'm, we're looking at getting some wrestlers on the show. And I'm really excited today. We've got our very first one right now. He is a wrestler for the company All Elite Wrestling. That's AEW Superstar. One of the most entertaining wrestlers today. And I think this guy's really important. We've got a lot of questions here to do social media. And I like this guy because he gets it when it comes to social media. This guy's a wrestler. His name is Sammy Guevara. Any AEW wrestling fans right now that heard that name are going to be excited to hear these on the show. This guy gets it. I heard he's a bit of a legend. He, listen man, he has a YouTube channel. He vlogs his whole wrestling journey. It is brilliant. Great YouTube channel. Let's get straight into it, man. This is a question that has come from Ethan. That is not the, the former Alpha Ethan, but Ethan, that is just a, another person called Ethan. Uh, I know Ethan is a wrestling fan, so we uh, got you Sammy Guevara. Let's get straight. And also, I just want to point out, Ethan, you don't just get Sammy. What? You don't just get Sammy. We've got an- we have another wrestler joining him right now. So as well as Sammy Guevara, he's also joined by Mr. Fun Size, Marco Stunt. Let's check this one out. What's going on, Someday Podcast? It's Sammy, the Spanish guy, Guevara, Marco, the Fun Size Stunt. And we are here to say congratulations on one year uh, un año. Un año. That's, uh, that's French for one, I think. <laughs> and I uh, just want to say congratulations on one year of doing the pod. Um, happy, happy one year anniversary, birthday, all that fun stuff. And I want to also answer Ethan's question, and maybe Marco, you can help out as well. Ethan's question is, how can I become more confident? Well, bro, I don't know, because I'm a... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you, it's, it's all a mindset. 
all a mindset. You just gotta know what you're capable of, and if you know what you're capable of, and you go out there and you do that shit, then then what else do you? Like, why why do you not? Why how are you? Exactly. Mm -hmm. How are you like you? No. <laughs> no. But like what he just said. <laughs> the words came out. The wrong. words came out wrong, but I got the message of what you were trying to say. Um, Be confident in what you know you can do. Don't go out there and try to do something that you. That but you here's think, the thing. You know, like go but out here's there the thing. and no, like, no, make but it. And here's the thing. You said it. You take said your it. No, off. what was the first thing you said? If you're naked. No. <laughs> the first thing you said. I love you. No. Hello. You said. Be confident in the Be things that you know you can do. That, yeah. But here's what you know you need to do, or here's what you should know that you can do. You can do anything. That's not true. No, it is true. <laughs> it I'm is true. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. No, you really can. You're amazing. Anybody's capable of anything that they put their mind to. I'm a five foot two fucking professional wrestler. Exactly. And if that right there doesn't show you that anything is possible, I don't know what the fuck will. So, Ethan, I wish you luck. I hope you get the confidence you need to do whatever it is you want to do. Because guess what, buddy? You can fucking do it. And you're amazing. Amazing. Congratulations someday on the one-year pod. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Peace out. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Hugh, and you're listening to Someday. They were... One of them was fried. That's, that's for sure. Let's get into the... Let's get into the... That was definitely an uh, interesting video. Um... <laughs> They definitely did show a lot of confidence and as a wrestler you will be very confident for me i think confidence for me comes from putting myself in situations that i would usually be like awkward in or maybe just like a little bit out of my comfort comfort zone and the way that i did that was i would like present um at events in, in front of like hundreds hundreds of people and for me that really took me out of my comfort zone and now I feel a lot more confident just speaking with people because I can say oh, well I there's there's no reason I can't be confident now considering I was confident on that stage in front of all those people like in comparison to that this is this isn't anything so I just think that you should try to get yourself out of your comfort zone and that will build up confidence what do you think Samir? yeah I mean First of all, Sammy and Marco, <laughs> absolute legends. <laughs> uh, Marco, Mr. Fun Size, that was that was a great bit. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for, for for getting involved, and thank you, Ethan, for your question. There really was no one better to the that question too than to Sammy and Marco. Can I ask a question, Charles? Why I, I I'm going to this. Why do you think? some people are not confident um just me my personal opinion mm. cool. yeah. um it was just like i was saying i feel like some people don't take that step in to go in like out of their comfort zone they're like it's you, you build a safety in it with like within what you know and what you know you can do you if you, if you do that then you can't really be confident because you're not you're not you're not ready to go out into these these new situations you're not ready to adapt and do all of these new things because you're just in your own safety zone yeah. i don't know if you agree with that 
I think that's what it is. Yeah, and I also think it's to me, I feel like a lot of time it, it goes back to the question we had earlier um, from Lisa about caring what people think of you. And I feel like a lot of people are worried about rejection and the thought of rejection. And I just think the moment you just just forget about the idea of rejection so much confidence comes in the moment you don't care about an audience from rejecting you you start to feel happier and more aware of what you're, more more confident in what you're doing in your ability um that's where i think a lot of lack of confidence comes from yeah, yeah. i like what you said by the way about going in front of crowds for those who followed our journey right from the start <laughs> The Alpha Apps was a school project. Now, Kasha reminds back to this school competition we, we got involved in. It was the Teen Tech Awards. Would it be fair for me to say, Charles, you, you were there at the event, you were presenting to some judges, and it was just like, what, two judges? How did you feel in that moment? I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. But I just kept speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking. And suddenly, like, I was just in the moment. Yeah. Like, I wasn't worrying about whatever anyone else was, was saying, what anyone else was thinking. Yeah. I just wanted to get my idea out to them. Uh, but I do remember, I remember you, you did it. You got through it. But I feel I could tell you were still, you were nervous. It was your very first time presenting yeah. And then I remember the next time I saw you presenting something was at the Global Innovation Forum. This is an event we're talking about, CEOs and senior managers from some of the biggest tech companies in the world, from Facebook to Google to Twitter and stuff. I think you were a bit nervous there. Am I right in saying that? I was a bit nervous. And I believe that was the, uh, the show that I, midway through what I was saying, I stopped. I stopped speaking. I like all of yeah. the words clogged up in my head. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, you, you muddled up your words a bit. And but then I I collected myself. I looked around, and I just kept going. Yeah, you did. And I think the thing is, here's the thing I want to get to. You went from being nervous at the Team Tech Awards to then a year later confidently presenting the entire event. Like you were a phenomenal presenter at that event. Like I didn't see I mean, maybe maybe you were nervous, but I didn't see an ounce of nerves on you. So I, what, where, where I'm getting this from is actually, if we just put you on the stage, the Team Tech Awards, and got you to present, do you know what part of my language they saw before? That would have been a show. That <laughs> absolutely atrocious, right? But you had experience. You were given the experience. You got the experience because you presented as a group to two judges small audience 
Then you presented at the Global Innovation Forum, and you also presented at a CompTIA, as well, another, another tech conference on a big stage of an audience of uh, very important people. So through that experience, Teen Tech Awards was just another, just another time on stage, right? And I think every other time you've been on stage talking since then, you've been ridiculously impressive, right? So, so professional. Again, you might be nervous, but it never shows. Your nerves don't show anymore. So I think where I'm coming from is the best way to become confident is to give yourself the experience of being exactly as you said, Charles. The best way to become confident is to give yourself the experience of being in uncomfortable circumstances. I'm not going to lie. You're going to hate those experiences. You're going to be so nervous. And you know what? You might even mess it up. You might even mess it up. It's true. But then comes the one time, because when it's that, that one time when you don't mess it up. And then guess what? Suddenly you're confident. All it takes is that one time. Just do it and not mess up and you are confident again. So, yeah. Uh, and thank you, Charles, for sharing that. And thank you again to the amazing Sammy Guevara and uh, Marco Stunt. Thank you, Ethan, for that question. Yes. So, Mayor, let's get on to the next guest. Who is it? I was waiting for that one. I was really, really waiting for that one. Man. We've got some good guests coming up, by the way. We just had uh, two wrestlers. We've actually got one more wrestler coming up later on today. It is Rob Van Dam. I'm actually going to say that Rob Van Dam. That's what he does, Charles. I know you don't watch wrestling, but that's what he does. That's his thing. Uh, and also later on, we've, we've even got the big man himself, Lawrence Green. Uh, absolute amazing tiktok legend lawrence is going to be on the show but up next can we call him a someday veteran <laughs> this is the uh this is a guest who is the most occurring guest on the show as of today he's now as of this moment now he is going to be on the show for the third time you heard him last month on the someday uh sorry, on the alpha apps uh, second birthday episode. Yeah, he played trial by trolley. I, I don't forgive him for, for not giving me the victory I deserve. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> but um, yeah, here is a businessman, entrepreneur, our most occurring guest, etc., etc. It is the wonderful Andres. Okay, hello. My name is Andres. Happy birthday. First of all, happy birthday to you someday on his um on the first year and I hope a lot more to come. And then um today I had a question by Nicola. Okay, Nicola. Your question is um should I pick a career based on how good I how I'm on what I'm good at or what I'm passionate about? And um that's a really good question because for myself, um I was good at something as well, but I didn't choose the code. Career that I, I was good at because at the end of the day I got bored of it 
I got really like uh, in my future. I saw that I wasn't gonna be. I'm. I wasn't. Have, I wasn't gonna get that passion. I wasn't gonna have that drive. I wasn't gonna, you know, keep working hard to get it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just focus on what I'm passionate about. And now that I'm doing something that I'm passionate from experience, that's why I can tell you I'm enjoying it as much, a lot more. I'm doing even way better. Uh, yes, it's harder because sometimes the stuff that you're passionate with are a bit harder to, you know, do. But um, I'm I'm happy, and that's what matters the most that you're happy on what you're doing at the moment and you're not happy just because you're doing something that you're good at you're happy because you're doing something that you're passionate about and in the future it will bring a lot not just for you but you know for your family and the rest of the people around you um and um yeah like also be careful on what you can be passionate about that is not an ambition that you know you like a lot of people are doing it and it will be a really, really hard to get to. But focus on something that you're passionate about and that can um, help help you and be real when you know I'm gonna do this and you're gonna get it done. So yeah, I hope you find whatever you're passionate about. I hope yeah that you um that yeah, you manage to have the career that you love and in the future you'll be the best at it. Thank you. Hey, yo, this is Mike Righteous. Right now, you're listening to Someday. Thank you, Andres, for being a reoccurring guest on the Someday podcast and just in the Alpha apps in general. Samir, what do you think about Andres' message? I couldn't agree more. I think the only person on the show that question is more suitable for would be someone like myself, actually. When I got that question, I was really excited for that question. I was really trying to see who would be the best guest to give that to. Um, so the question, if you didn't hear, it was from Lisa, who, and I apologize, I didn't actually say, so it wasn't Lisa, it was Nicola. Uh, apologies, I didn't actually say Nicola's name earlier. I didn't introduce her. So Nicola asked, should I pick a career based on what I'm good at or what I'm passionate about? 100%, I would say go with your passion, Okay. I'll, I'll tell you why. I, I said I'm a perfect person to answer this as well. And I just said the same thing. Um, I have the qualifications that would mean I could work for a development company. I could work as a developer for any company. Well, not, maybe not any company. I can, work for, I can be a developer for, for a tech company if I wanted to. Yeah. Okay. And uh, don't get me wrong, I like developing. But I don't have a passion to do that for a company. Like I don't want to work for a company and do it for them. I don't have a passion to work for somebody as a developer. What I'll, about the money you can get from being a developer? Yeah, you can get a lot of money from being a developer, right? But yeah. I wouldn't be happy. I know for a fact I would not yeah. be I, I can do it. I'm good at it. But I wouldn't be happy. My passion is in teaching. I am a computer science teacher. Most people who've obviously heard the Logan Paul podcast will, will know about that. Logan episode, so we know about that. I'm a computer science teacher. And one thing people ask me a lot of time is, you know, if you ever started making a lot of money out of the Alpha apps, would you, uh, would you leave teaching? And my answer immediately is always absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, Why is that? I, might, I might choose to do it part-time, but I would, I would never want to stop teaching. Because I enjoy it. I enjoy teaching so much. Um, 
I've got a huge, and listen, it's stressful, but I have a huge passion for that. Uh, and you know, the fact that I could make more money as a developer than as a teacher, but yet had gone on to be a teacher, is purely because, I mean, I, I, th- I, I think I'm a good teacher, right? But um, my passion is in teaching, you know? And I think even beyond that, and I'm so sorry, I know I take a lot of time and I'm sure I want to hear from you as well. I think I want to hear from you, I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> um, here's the other thing as well, and Andres hit the nail on the head when he said this. So thank you so much, Andres. He was good at something and he wanted to go down that path because he was good at it. Then he got bored, right? And now he's following his passion. And what he's doing right now, he's very passionate about it. And therefore he is getting better at it. And I think if you're passionate about something that you're not that good at, but if you're truly passionate, you'll do what it takes to get great at it. So I would always say, go with what you're passionate about. And if you know this, you're passionate about, go for that. Because if you're really passionate about it, you will do what it takes to get better. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. What's your view there, Charles? So, speaking to some of the younger people in our audience, I would say you definitely go with what you're passionate about. Because right now, those skills, of the, the, that passion that you have, the, the, the skills that it will take to go into, go into that field of whatever it is that you're passionate about, you have the time to do that. You have, you don't have to worry about any financial issues. You can start working now to get good at what it is that you're passionate about, to be able to do that kind of stuff in the future, which is, which is kind of what I'm doing now. I love, I love doing development and I'm also passionate about it. And I'm finding myself in a situation where I can go do development. It's something I'm passionate about. And it's also something I'm good at. It's for, for, as I'm saying, for younger audiences, definitely go with what you're passionate about i also have to say passion can take you a long way and usually you will become better at whatever it is that you're passionate about however you need to make sure that this is for um the older audiences i guess make sure that you're financially stable before you take that leap because yeah you might be passionate about it but if you can't um like take care of yourself with the, the the income you're getting from from that passion it could find you to be in like a, a worse situation down the line uh, i'm not some i don't know what your take on that is yeah i think yeah that's an interesting one to go down um you know some people are passionate about music and i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry to pick on the arts but some people are passionate about the music and music is a for most people is a career that's tough to make money out of. And it is, it is. You know, there, there are, there are, don't get me wrong, there, there are some independent artists who make, you know, I'm sure make, make a good living of it, you know. Um, one right now, give a little shout out to is uh, Ren, a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal talented artist in the UK. Um, it's a uh, Welsh, Welsh guy living in Brighton. If you are ever visiting Brighton, you have to check out Ren. He has a lot of busking with his band and that. Unreal scenes. 
and he makes good living. He, he, well, I don't good. He, he makes a living from his music. You know, I don't know how much he makes, but I know he makes a good living off of that. But not everyone can be as uh, in, the, in, in a good position as Ren is. Yeah. And that's how you've got to be very careful, you're very intelligent with this, you know. If you are unable to make money out of your passion, you need to make a living. You've got to be able to have money to, to keep going. You know, you have to have money for food, money for a home, you know. As long as you can get those things sorted. If you can get those things sorted alongside your passion, it's a win-win. Yeah. And also something I want to say is that your passion is never going to leave you. You can hold off, make some money, and go back to it. It's, it's not going to run away. It's still going to be there for you after you've you've gone through the process you've gone you've got the you've got the finance to keep you going just in case this 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 project fails you still got that passion is never gonna it's never gonna leave you it's a myth yeah. i've interrupted you did you did i <laughs> you did. i think i was done <laughs> okay well i think it's time to move on to the next guest. Samir, who's our next guest? Uh, I don't even want to move on. But what I will say is, <laughs> we've had a lot of guests so far, had some amazing guests so far. Uh, I actually want to take a break from introducing a guest to do a little throwback. Um, I, as many of you will know, in all the things we do in the Alphabet, my favorite thing is the podcast. I love the podcast. My biggest highlight of the podcast was also my biggest highlight of 2020. And I was getting the opportunity to speak to our biggest guest ever, Logan Paul. I actually want to share a clip uh, from, from the, the episode with Logan Paul, because we talk about something that's really, really crucial, I think. And it's the idea of downfalls. This conversation stemmed from me telling Logan Paul that in 2018, I suffered from a stroke and I became a victim to a stroke. But a month later, I went from being a stroke victim to being a stroke survivor. And as awful as that stroke was to me and as horrible as I felt, as much of a low point it felt for me in my life at that point, it led on to me doing so many more great things. You know, I began to get a more positive outlook on life. Uh, I also ended up making a change in location and I'm here in the beautiful, beautiful Dubai. So, you know, it's it's a it's a story. You know, my stroke story is a story of a very very big low, but it ends up in a very big high. So I wanna I wanna just play that clip right now um, with Logan Paul. I was told that I by the doctors I wouldn't be able to walk for at least eight months, um, and I started walking after three weeks, so I was quite lucky. Um, and I decided when I got out there, I just wanted to, to make a change to decide to look for jobs in Dubai. Oh, that's, that's crazy. That's, cr it's, isn't it, isn't it so crazy how 
I mean, I'm sure when that happened, you felt it crushed you, right? Like, yeah. emotionally, mentally, yeah. like, you look young, too. Like, how, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm, 30, I'm 28 now. 28, right? So, so you said it happened in, in 2018. So, you're 26 years old, you haven't had a stroke. That's that's 25. It was my birthday just last week. Oh, that's oh, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a crazy setback. That's a yeah. crazy setback. Yeah. Dude. For me, it was like, the way I see it, it was like, that was like one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. But at the same time, because of what it's led to, in the same way, it's kind of like one of the best things. Because it's just, it changed my perspective on life. Like, because I used to think quite negatively before that. And that's what also led to me being so stressed. And after that, I just felt, I felt so more peaceful. And just coming here, um, definitely for the whole first year I've been here, it's felt like I've been on a year-long holiday, even though I've been working. Like it's, yeah. it's really good. So even if it's been bad, it's led to such really, really good things. Of course, of course. You know, it's it's crazy how those setbacks can turn out if if you beat them to be uh, the best thing that ever yeah. happened to you. Yeah. It's, it's so insane. Tokyo was like that for me, bro. It's like this, this, this horrible thing happened in my life for reasons unbeknownst to me. Maybe it was a fault in the way I grew up or like what I was chasing at the time. And then it turned out to be the thing that I needed to shift me and shape me into a, a person that I love. It's insane. But our- hey, this is GM the Life Coach. And you listen to Someday. That's a great throwback from Logan Paul. So, so what happened to him in uh, Tokyo? I'm joking, we're not saying that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to share that moment with Logan Paul. Um, I think for me, the reason I wanted to share that is because a lot of the time people, everyone everyone goes through downfalls, everyone goes through bad things in life. And one thing I've always experienced is that every time something bad happens, something good always comes out of it in the end. Something always good comes out of it. And That's why I really, really want to show that moment because, I mean, okay, look, what happened with Logan Paul, what Logan Paul did back in, I think it was 2017, whenever, he was the most hated man in the world at that point. There was a point, anybody who knew Logan Paul hated him. What he did was disgusting, but do you know what? He made a mistake and you know you get a lot of influencers when they make a mistake they put out a crappy apology video which he did he did um (laughs) and a few months later they go back to making the same mistake do it again Paul, I've known, I, I knew of him for years, and I say it in the episode, but I never wanted to follow him because I always found his content to be not that interesting. And I wasn't that keen on him as a person, at least from what I perceived him to be like, based on what he put up on the internet. But I feel like Logan, since that moment, he, tr- and like I said, his apology video, uh, it was what it was. But I think, <laughs> I think he truly reflected on himself. And he changed himself for for the greater good of himself. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and the, yeah, 
not only has he changed himself, but he's he has become a better person. And that's led to some incredible things happening in his life. He has one of the biggest podcasts in the world. He will tell you himself it is the number one podcast in the world. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, he he is making money out of boxing. And how can you be mad at that? He just fought the greatest boxer on the planet. Well, this is uh, some days. I'm crazy urge to say that. He beat him. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> this is more for the alpha apps this time. If you want to hear some man talk about Logan Paul, tell us down below. He'll make a video all about him. 60 minutes of Logan Paul. He'll title it. But I just want to say that it's like having these low points in life, I feel like everyone can relate to this. Everyone will have some low points in their life. Everyone will have that blow, hits them down hard, feel like they're at rock bottom. But for me, it's I feel like it's what you do once you're there. You can stay there. You can just be like, just accept it. This is, this is how it's going to be. Or you can use that and you can go up. For me, I've had situations many situations where I felt like this is the lowest point in my life but from there I just I just feel like the only way I can go now is not the only way I can go now is up and I take those low blows as motivation to go somewhere else this may this is not as 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 severe as what Samir had but um what is it two years ago um I got 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 my grades back they were not what i wanted at all horrible so for the next two years i set my i set my goals as high as possible i wanted the best of the best grades in my a level and i worked for, towards it every single day and i'm happy i've done that results day is coming up soon and I know what I'm expecting on those those on, on that on that on that piece of paper. Top grades. And I know that that's what I'm gonna get. Mm. That's what I've worked for. And that's what I'm gonna get. That's powerful. I mean it's like you know, is that a quote from Rocky, I believe it is, you know. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get here and keep moving forward. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> it's exactly that. It's exactly that. It's about not allowing your downfalls to keep you down. Yeah. You know, when I was in the hospital and I had that stroke, I could have given up. And I, I genuinely I could have really, really given up. There are people who have strokes and they choose to give up and they don't survive. They don't come out of the hospital alive. I could have chosen that, but I chose not to. I chose to fight that. You know, Logan Paul could have chosen to say, do you know what? I don't know why everyone's so sensitive and could have carried on being the person he was, but he chose not to do that. And he chose to see what people had to say about him and how what he did was wrong. He recognised that mistake and he has done everything he can, even to this day, by the way, Logan is still working to better himself. 
from that moment. You know, when most people will say, oh yeah, I'm a different person, that was years ago. Logan still holds himself accountable to that moment. And says, what can you do to still be an even better person now? And that's not me, you know, because I'm a Logan person. I mean, just like kind of, you know, make it sound... And fanboying over a Logan fool. That is no? true, that is true. Uh, so yeah, that was, a, that was a really, really important moment to share. Um, I really want to share that throwback. So yeah, thank you again to Logan Paul for being part of the show. Do you do you want to talk about Logan Paul anymore, or can we go on to our next guest? <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> I think we could go on to our next guest. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this next guest. You know, oh, I know this person. Well, I know, I know all the guests, but <laughs> I know this person. Uh, so this is a, a kid's question in Joshua. And Joshua asks, well, I'm not going to say what Joshua asks. I'm going to leave it up to our guest. Uh, our guest is somebody that most of our audience might not know yet. His name is Naughty Eagle. He is a Twitch streamer. Um, also a musician by the way, he's an artist as well, he's got some music out. Uh, now, Naughty Eagle has actually sat down with us previously for an episode of the podcast that has not yet been released. Good episode, I thought it was a pretty good episode, pretty funny, quite argumentative, 10 set times I think. <laughs> uh, definitely worth a listen or a watch if you're subscribed to us on Patreon. Um, Let's check this one out from Naughty Eagle answering Joshua's question. Yo guys, Naughty Eagle I'm a Twitch streamer. Hi, how you doing? I want to say a massive happy birthday to someday. You guys were amazing with the podcast you're doing and thank you for having me. Uh, but Joshua, um, I heard you have a question to ask. So Joshua, I'm going to answer that. Your question was, you want to be a footballer, but a lot of people say it's impossible. What type of encouragement or tips can I give you to, uh, or advice can I give you to become one? And all I'm going to say to you, Joshua, is if you want to become a footballer, mate, you do it. You do what makes you happy and you push yourself to the limits to make sure it happens. Because I think you can do it. Get those boots on, lace them up and get on that pitch and show people what you can do. Because I believe in you, so does everyone else. So I want to see you wearing an England shirt one day, mate, playing for the team that you love. Just do it. And remember, always be naughty. My name's Yuri Jokeman and you're listening to Someday. Naughty Eagle, everyone. Uh, thank you for that one, man. Um, do you want to go first, Charles? Sure. Uh, so, thank you, Naughty Eagle, for being able to answer that question for Joshua. So, I feel like this this kind of relates back to one of our previous questions and the most painful thing that I think that the most painful thing that you can experience isn't failure it's regret you don't want to have to regret regret not taking that chance and going for your dream to be a footballer you don't want to have to experience that because yeah sure you might you might fail but the only thing that could be that could possibly be worse than failing is 
going on for the rest of your life thinking I could have done that if I put my if I went if I tried if I put my heart towards it that's that's what I have to say about that yeah um I'm gonna give a bit more realistic advice Football you don't believe that it's realistic as a, as a here's the here's the thing though right you want, you want to be a footballer okay and I don't know how to draw as well. I've never seen you play before, but um, talk to Josh about you. It's a highly, highly, highly oversaturated market. It is possibly easier. No, it is. No, forget that. It is easier to become a successful esports player or game streamer than it is to be a football player. That's a tough career to have. And I know that sounds harsh, but it is true. Are you going with this? Here's how I'm going with this. Who says you need to be a footballer to make money from that industry? Who says you need to be a footballer to be successful in that industry? Who says you need to to be a football, a professional football player for one of the top football teams to be what you deem as success in that industry. Who says, right? There are so many ways to make a career out of being able to play football, okay? You just gotta find the ways to monetize, all right? I'm gonna give you an example, and this is not me talking rubbish. This is me talking from experience, okay? Yalfra Apps is an app development company. We make video games. Charles, do you know how many video games are on the App Store? Do you know how many video games are on the Google Play Store? Do you know how many video games are available on Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo? Is that uh, not, is that not, these are rhetorical questions, is that not <laughs> oversaturated market? And yet, we're getting involved in it, okay? And yet, we can now call ourselves a business. Why? Because we found ways to make money as an app development company, okay? Here's how you do it, here's how we did it, all right? We create games, okay? Now, guess what? For those who don't realize this, if you haven't actually downloaded our games, uh, you won't know this. If you have downloaded, you'll notice there's absolutely no adverts. At the time of us recording, there are no adverts in our games at the moment in time. Reason why we don't intend to make adverts, we don't intend to make money from the games that we, we put out on the App Store and the Google Play Store at the moment. And yet somehow the Alpha apps receives an income. We, we, we do make money, okay? Um, that's because we opened ourselves up to different ventures. Our main source of income right now is not through making games that we publish ourselves, but it is through making apps for other organizations. It is by partnering with brands and getting in meetings with different brands and developing apps for them. That's where our income comes from. But we then also think beyond that and we look at, okay, what else can we do? How else can we monetize certain things? 
Okay. Now I'm not going to give you the full plan of what we've got coming up later on. Uh, but one of the examples I can tell you right now is the Sunday podcast. Depending on where you are in the world, you may have received an advert at the start of this podcast. That's because this podcast does get the numbers now where we can actually put an advert on it and we can receive money from that advert being played. Okay. It's all about finding different avenues and what it is you can do. Okay. Let's go back to football now. Okay. Let's say it is uh, virtually impossible to go now. And I don't mean to like, crush your dreams. I want to say, I want to say, because you've spoken a long time. You're talking about income. What if Joshua just enjoys football and he wants to become a footballer? Sure, but what if we say that that's not the only career you can have in the industry where you can play football? That is Joshua's question. He says he wants to be a footballer and yeah. he hears that it's impossible. He wants some encouragement. Okay. Well, you got, you got, this Joshua, you got encouragement from Norway Eagle. You got encouragement from, from Charles. Now get some honesty from me, okay? You can be. A I good, was being honest. Go for it, go for it, right? But my my assumption is by a footballer, you you won't have a career as a footballer because you want to be able to have a, a you want to be in a position where you can play football and you can do football related things where you can make money from it, okay? Fantastic. If you can play football, guess what else you can do? You can probably coach football you can probably teach younger people how you got the skills that you have guess what you can monetize that easily okay you can you can you can get paid to be a coach right if you got real skills with a ball right maybe you can do some maybe you can do some tricks maybe some trick shots with that ball post out on social media that stuff will be popular on social media. You can create a fantastic social media page, which you can then also monetize when you build up an audience yourself through that. Okay, you can you can start talking about football on that page. Guess what? We have a podcast. You mean a football podcast? You can just chat about football, get your friends together, chat about football, put on a good show, make some money from there. There are so many different avenues you can go around making a career from football by still playing football without having to become a professional football player. You know? There's so many different ways. And hey, who knows? Maybe if you build up a big name for yourself through those other avenues, that could be a route into the, the career you want. Who yeah. really knows? Definitely. That's, that is, that's where I'm coming from. That but, is some great career advice from Samir. But Joshua, I just want to let you know before we move on to the next question, you don't have to go for any alternatives. I know because basically hard work can be anything else. You don't have to aim for any alternatives. You can do, you can be a footballer. You don't have to be any of these other things. You can be a footballer if you want to. You have to work hard. It's going to be hard. As long as you're working harder than anybody else, you can be a footballer. I agree with Samir's career advice, honest career advice. But that don't let that stop you from what if you want to be a footballer. Don't yeah. let that stop you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I think maybe I didn't feel so quickly, right? 
I, I didn't mean to say it in a way like, oh no, give up on being a footballer, Joshua. No, that's not what I meant, right? What I meant was, go for that career, right? But at the same time, do the other stuff as well, okay? Because that way, we were talking earlier about trying to have an income while trying to also pursue your passion, right? Well, there you go. You, you can actually have an income doing something you're truly passionate about while also trying to achieve that big goal of being a football player. Yeah, don't get me wrong, you can still do it. Like, trust me, hard work is a very important thing. You know, you can have you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not working hard enough, you're gonna get anywhere, right? You know, what's that saying? Um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. So listen, if you're working hard, I'm sure you can you can achieve something like being a full player. Absolutely. But you know, I'm also saying think wisely, think wisely, because people think you know the only way to make money as a as an as a as an athlete is to be able to play in those games there's other ways other ways yeah other ways all right so who is our next guest and what is the next question so uh bear with me i'm so sorry i've just got to update this okay so our next question comes from callum callum when i saw your question i was looking at our nice little network of friends and connections we have in the alpha apps and I, I saw this name and I was like, that's the guy. That's the guy to ask this question to. I've got a guest today who uh, has not been on the show before, but I'm so excited to say he's on the show. Really like, hyping this one up? Man, I told you as a kid, I loved wrestling. <laughs> oh, I still do love wrestling. This guy was a ridiculously good wrestler. You know, he's it's, uh, it's, it's none other than Rob Van Dam. He is the whole effing show. He is the master of the five-star frog splash. Was he a, a vegan or something? Uh, he's not a vegan, but I have heard he, he does favour uh, a, a plant-based... Uh, diet, I suppose you could say. Um, <laughs> okay. If you've never seen him, oh my goodness. He doesn't just wrestle, he flies. This guy will fly across the ring. He has that five-star frog splash. And when he flies, he flies high. Like, nobody in wrestling ever gets higher than Rob Van Dam. Let's check. Are you trying to say something? <laughs> Let's check this one out. Hey, everybody. This is Rob Van Dam. I just want to say, have a five-star birthday someday. 
Oh, so I'm gonna answer Caleb's question. How do I deal with people doubting my dreams? Well, Caleb, I can relate to that. You see, I wanted to be a superstar when I was a kid in school. I don't think anybody else did. Sonny Swan wanted to go to the army and shoot people. Um, Keith wanted to be a drummer. He's probably a superstar in a local sense of the word, you know, he probably, his band probably plays at the local VFW. I don't know, dude. What I do know is that everybody's got their own path. And uh, to be uh, a superstar or to be even, I would say, extremely successful, mm, we're rising above the status quo. So those people that uh, doubt your dreams, those are the status quo. So that's how you deal with it. You say, oh, okay, I get it. The general mass of the population, let's call them the unconscious, okay? Because they're not conscious of what you and I are. See, we know that dreams are attainable. We know. Uh, I have seen many, many people throughout my 50 years on this planet follow completely different and crazy paths in, in life. And so I'm not surprised at anything, you know? Someone says they're going to be an astronaut. Hey! You know what? That's awesome. We all have an affinity towards certain things in life that we're drawn to. And usually we're good at those things because we're interested in them. You know what? Other people don't have the, the, the same values that we do, so they're not going to get it. But you know what? Unless your dream is to have everybody, the unconscious, status quo, completely understand you and what you're doing, unless that's your dream, it don't matter because success is the best. Revenge? I would like to use a lighter word than revenge, but uh, let's just say uh, when you're successful at your dreams, then you know it. Then you don't even have to put it in their face and say, told you so, because you know what? They're gonna know. Succeed, column. That's how you deal with it, bro. RVD. Bam! Happy birthday someday. Hey, yo, this is Mike Righteous. Right now, you're listening to Someday. Rob Van Dam, everybody. Thank you, Callum, or Colum, or... Is That's it... rude. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Did you just call him Gollum? Colum. That's what... Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. So I think it's Callum. I think it's Callum. But hey, it's what it's teaching. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for answering the question. Great message. Man, what do you think about that question? Thank you. I, I actually wanted to talk about it, but <laughs> I didn't want to be rude. Um, I really like that question. I am sure. A lot of people can agree with this. I'm sure a lot of people feel like they are doubted a lot of the time. I think I've always been somebody who um, who has always heard, you can't do that. That's not something you can do. You shouldn't be doing that. That's, that's not for you. Um, and I've always, for a very long time in my life, I feel like I've had this, this mindset of tell me that I can't and I will show you that I will. Uh, 
you know, we're we're doing this right now with the alpha apps. As an app developer, as an independent app, as a games developer, it's an oversaturated market. Many people would say, how do you make money? You can't make money from an oversaturated market. And we are, you know. Um, I, when I was in the hospital, the maximum amount of time I wanted to be out was a month, right? And the doctors told me there is no way. You will not, they told me to my face, you will not be out here in a month, okay? You're not going to walk for eight months. You know, the doctors told me, in my head I said, no, I'm leaving in a month. I'm out of here. And you know what? In three weeks, I started walking. I started walking in three weeks. And then a week later, I was out of here, right? Uh, I've shared this story with you before, Charles. I'll share it here as well. When I was a very little kid, right, uh, one of my parents took me to a, a fun fair. And you know those, uh, it's like, it's like, you know those bouncy castle slide things? Those inflatable slides? Those giant... I've seen them in movies. Right. So those giant inflatable slides, right, I saw it for the first time as a kid. I said, I want to go on that. Can I go on that, please? And um, my, my... My, my, my parent took me there and I went to the gate, but the, the guy in charge of the ride, he said, no, you can't go on it, you're too small. He said, but I want to go, I can do it. I can go on it, it's fine, it's not a problem. He said, no, you can't go on it. So I was a bit upset, right? And my parent was talking to the guy, they just having a little chat, I, think they each, I don't know, they did, just chatting, right? And... The guy obviously opened the gate to let the next group of kids in and I noticed he wasn't paying attention. So me, a little chubby kid, six years old, I bolted it. I ran for that open gate. <laughs> and I ran up that thing. Man, that guy, he was he, he saw me and he he kind of he tried to chase me, but I ran up that car so that that inflatable uh, slide. I went right to the top. I went right to the top and I stood back down it, you know, and I said, I told you I can do it. I told you I can do it. <laughs> he then let me back on it again after, because I said I could do it, didn't I? I said I could do it. Um, he did let you back on it. He let me, after, he let, he let me back on it, yeah. He let me back, he let me back on okay. it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a little small example of what I was as a kid. But like, there you go, everyone. Break the rules. No, I just think it's one of those things where you know, it's an example to show, again, like I said earlier with the, the question about, you know, people's opinions of what they think of you, who cares? Just do it. Just do it. The only person's permission you really need to do something you want to do in life is your, is your own. It's just your own. You know, in, in, um, when it came to me as an app development company, the only permission I took, the only person I took to get involved in this was my own, right? When it came to me, you know, getting better in the hospital after I had my stroke, the only person's permission I took to get better was my own. And when it came to defying the odds and defying the rules and getting on that inflatable slide as a little six-year-old kid, 
it was quite clear the only permission I wanted was my own. <laughs> so, do you know what? My point there is forget about what people's thoughts are on you. You don't need their doubts, you don't need their permission. Just go and do it. There was once a time where Rob Van Dam himself would have been told there is absolutely no way you can be a superstar. There is no way you can be a successful wrestler. Guy's a former ECW world champion. He's a former WWE champion. He's a former TNA slash Impact Wrestling world champion. Intercontinental champion. You can go on and on and on. He's a Hall of Famer. And once upon a time, someone told him, you can't do any of those things. And now look at him. Do you want to do you want to say anything there, Charles? Uh, I I do. I've I've waited my turn. So I have to say, to many might know, I have a kind of a love hate relationship with being told I can't do something. Because <laughs> if you tell me I can't do something, suddenly I just I just feel like I have to do this now. It doesn't matter what it is. If you tell me, I don't know. Stop talking when I was in when I was in classes or something. I just I don't know. I just felt like I need to I need to talk now. Like maybe maybe I have something I have something different. <laughs> in fact, uh, reverse psychology is probably one of my biggest weaknesses because all you have to do to get me to do something is tell me not to do it. I'll just do the opposite. <laughs> but <laughs> I also love to prove people wrong. I love it. I love proving people wrong. Like, for me, I actually use it as motivation. Because when you tell me you can't do that, suddenly, I just, I have to do it. Doesn't matter how hard it is. If you tell me I can't get the best grades possible, if you tell me I can't be, you know what? If you tell me in, in, in 10 years I can't be a millionaire, you better know in 10 years. Nah, before then, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to say, just watch me. I'll show you because I have to do it. So if you want to know how to deal with people doubting your dreams, use it as motivation because when you achieve those dreams, you can put in their faces. <laughs> you can show in their faces and say, ha, I showed you I could do it. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? I think one of the, the, the things that you and I both have in common is that exact same mindset. Just what I said before, you know, it's like the whole thing of tell me that I can't and I'll show you that I will. That that, that whole mindset. Um, and I think it's a good mindset to have, you know. You know, I don't need your permission. I don't, need, I don't care if you want to doubt me. Because... I'm going to show you that I can do everything you said I couldn't do. As long as you're not breaking any laws. Of course, of course. Rules. Man, this is yeah. a... I thought this is a really powerful episode so far. I'm, yeah, uh, I think so. Too. I'm really enjoying this. It's a fantastic episode so far. Are you ready for our last guest? I don't think I am. Are you ready for our last guest? Yeah, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready, man. 
Uh, Who is our last guest? You know what? This episode oh. is called How to Be Successful in 16 Minutes. I'm pretty sure we've <laughs> we've gone well over that time by now, but uh, <laughs> what I will say. Our next guest, we saved him for last for a very specific reason. It doesn't matter who you are. If you've heard his story, you cannot help but feel inspired by what he's achieved. This is a TikTok legend, Lawrence Green. I'm not even gonna give an introduction by talking about his followers and all that, no. We're talking about his story. This is a guy who over a year ago was, I guess the scientific term is morbidly obese, maybe even worse than that. Very big. That is, that is the scientific term, yeah. He was, he, was, he was very big, very unhealthy, living a terrible lifestyle. And then one day, he just decided to change his life around. And he chose to document that on TikTok. And I remember when Lawrence first posted on TikTok, he was getting criticised heavily because he was eating meals that he considered to be healthy, but the rest of TikTok, in terms of the comments, were telling him, you're not going to lose weight if you're eating those big portions. But he had a plan. He had a strategy. A strategy that many people didn't realise was actually backed by science that most people didn't even realise was a thing. Um, Charles, a year on, I've forgotten the exact number, but he has basically lost your weight. The amount you probably weigh, he has lost all of that. I don't have the exact number for my weight. I don't, but I would imagine, I can imagine the number it would probably be, I'm not going to say what it is, but I can imagine what it probably would be. He has lost that minimum in over a year. Um, he has lost so much weight. And you know what? He's not finished yet, okay? He still wants to, he's still, he's still fairly big, but he, he, wants, he wants to lose more weight. He's, he's still got his, his, his eyes on the prize, on that goal to lose that much weight and then maintain it. But this is someone, you know what? We were just talking about Bob Van Damme and we were talking about the doubters. <laughs> he had a lot of doubters. And now every single one of those doubters are his followers and they're supporting him and they're buying his merchandise and they're, they're loving his videos. This is Lawrence Green. Um, the question from Dominic. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Sunday podcast. Happy birthday to you. Oh, hi. It's you again. Wait, what's that say? Could you please introduce yourself? Well, my name's Lawrence. Lawrence Green. I'm popular on the app TikTok as Lawrence TikTok 90. Now, I've been asked to answer a question from Dominic. And the question is, do you ever get demotivated and how do you deal with it? Well, 
there is times that you get demotivated. The scales might not go the way you want. You get emotions. Everyday life. Everyday life happens to all of us. Stresses this way, that way. Now, when I'm feeling demotivated, what I do, normally, it doesn't last for long. Now, I normally try and write off where I went wrong, or if I'm feeling low, and then I pick up and carry on. At the end of the day, it's a lifestyle change. You've got to learn to live your life and enjoy it at the same time. Just making changes that you can stick to will make it last in the long run. So, thank you for your question. Happy first birthday and have a lovely day. And I hope you have a nice dinner. Take care, everyone. It's Krusty Kerman. You're listening to the Someday Podcast, the best podcast in the game. See, uh, the amazing Lawrence Green there. Charles, what are you saying? Thank you, Lawrence Green, for being able to answer that question for Dominic. I really love the message you got there. Uh, everyone gets demotivated. And it's, it's always about building yourself back up. And for me, for me, it's about building yourself back up, remembering what it is that you wanted to achieve in the first place and pushing yourself back out there to get it. Everyone gets demotivated. Everyone. I get demotivated all the time. But you, you can't stay demotivated. You have to always be charging towards that goal. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's true. I think you hit the nail on the head there and so did Lawrence. You always hit a moment where you do feel demotivated and you do feel like giving up. It's always about a time where you have to find your reason. You have to find your why. You know, why, why did you start? Why, why do you want to carry why, why Why would you want to carry on? Um, that's the goal. As long as you can remember your why, you can, you can, you can get motivated again. Um, can, can, can I ask you a question, Samir? Yeah. Why do you want to be a teacher? Why do I want to be a teacher? Why did you? Why do you want to be a teacher? Uh, so for me, I love the idea of changing minds and getting young people to see their potential in areas they didn't see their potential in before. You know, um, a lot of the time, I think, as a young person, you are you have so many things around you and so many things going on with friends and family, etc., that it's hard to really truly see sometimes what your real potential is. And it really helps, I think, to have somebody there to guide you and like let you know that hey you can do this which means you can probably also do this and then suddenly you see this whole new avenue that you can go down i never had that as a kid i never had a teacher do that for me you know i never had that you know let me tell you this right i'll tell you right now when i was in school i thought i was rubbish at maths i thought i was terrible at maths and yet i left school with an a in maths which it makes me think like hold on <laughs> you don't just get an a in maths right you have to be good at maths to get an a so i just wonder like what could have happened had somebody spotted 
the potential that I had in that subject. Will I be down a different path right now? I don't know. So for me, I kind of wanted to, I guess, I guess part of me wanted to be something for somebody that nobody was for me. Uh, that's how I wanted to be a teacher. But I can say, I can say at, at my school with me, I feel like you've definitely achieved that. Not just with just, just me, but with a lot of the other students in, in, who were in my class. For, for example, computer science, uh, what was I like in computer science? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I'm not going to answer that question because I edit this show and I don't want to put any more sensors into the, the episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was not, I, I'm going to put it nicely and say I wasn't the best at computer science. However, now I'm going into a career in computer science. I just went to a computer science college and did, had got some of the best grades for computer science. I wouldn't have realized that I could have done computer science if there wasn't, if someone wasn't motivated to, if, if, if some mayor wasn't there to show me my potential in that class. So I can say you, you definitely achieved your goal with that. <laughs> with, um, with with what you wanted to be doing in teaching it's very rare that i receive a conference from charles so i appreciate that one <laughs> yeah yeah that's my goal and do you know what i think i think we're gonna get deeper actually with this one so throughout the episode i've been talking about my stroke um and i spoke about the idea of giving up i think i told you them before charles there was a point when I was in that hospital not long after I had my stroke where actually I wanted to give up. Genuinely, genuinely in my head, I saw it as, I can talk now, but I can't move my left arm, can't move my left hand, can't move my left leg, I can't sit up, I can't stand, I can't do anything. And Gen and this, by the way, is a common thing for stroke victims. I learned to feel this way. I genuinely made myself believe that because I can't do anything, I am worth nothing at that point. And that is a genuine thing that a lot of stroke victims go through. Actually, and this is another thing stroke victims go through, I had a mindset where I thought, okay, so what is the point like why am i even bothering trying right now to even and i'm so sorry for the language i've used now um it's like trigger warning at this point why am i even bothering to stay alive that is a genuine thought that came from my head when i was in the hospital and uh i i do really apologize if you uh if you are sensitive to these thoughts, there is nothing after this part. You can just end the podcast here. Um, I thought about it. It's genuine thoughts here, Charles. I thought about it and I thought to myself, okay, look at the doctors. The doctors are giving me only two things right now. They give me medication and they give me food. Clearly, those are the only two things 
that are keeping me alive. Charles, I program my brain to reject those things from that moment. They would give me food, I would refuse to eat it. They gave me medication, I would actually just... I don't know how I did this, but I was automatically just vomiting it out. If I swallowed the tablets, I would automatically just vomit it. I don't know what was in me that made me do that. For some reason, in that moment, I was happy to give up. Um, now, the only reason I didn't is because of this next part. And this is one thing I want, this is a message I want to give out to people, uh, is the importance of talking to others. Especially if you feel, if you feel demotivated. Um, and I wasn't intending to do this for the purpose I felt demotivated. I just, I was doing this as a way to say goodbye. Um, it was one morning and my brother was in the hospital with me and he was going to go home for a minute. And I said goodbye to him and he was like, don't worry, I want to come back later. And I think I said some of the lines of, yeah, but I'm not going to be here. Genuinely, that's what I said. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I told him what was going to happen. And he said, so yeah, don't be stupid. Look at how many people care about you. You're not, you're not hopeless. You're not useless. You're going to get better. And you need to go back to school. You'll help your students. You'll be there for your friends and all of that. When he said that to me, that was me remembering my why. And that was me remembering why I had to come back and why I had to do what I did. So I think where I'm coming from is when you feel demotivated, the two things you want to do is first of all, think about your why. But secondly, speak to someone because if you can't find your why, I guarantee you, somebody else can. Um, I feel like that was a slight low point to, to end on. Uh, but no, I think overall, in this episode, really the main message I want to give, how to be successful, it's real simple. You only need your own permission to be successful. You only need to do what makes you passionate. And don't think that you're on your own. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely a great message for anyone out there feeling in a, in a bad way right now. If they feel like they're um, lost motivation or they're in any kind of um, state where they believe that they should just give up. That that is, I know it's close to you, and it's definitely something that someone out there could hear, and it could change their mind too. I think so. And do you know what? Normally we end the show by like you know, saying thanks to this episode someday, and we give like an inspirational quote. I don't think we need an inspirational quote this time. I think we've had a lot of a lot of special moments and some special quotes from some of the best guests we've had on. Um, I want to take this time to say thank you to every single person that sent in a question because those of you who sent in the questions, you made this episode what it was. Yeah. I think the Logan Paul episode was the biggest episode ever, but I think this is the best episode ever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100%. I, and of, course, of course, thank you so much to our guests 
for getting involved in this. Thank you so much to Krusty Curd, to BCK, to You're a Joke Man, to Sammy Guevara, to um, to Andres, to Logan Paul, to Naughty Eagle. Oh yes, yeah, I missed that. Mr. Fun Size himself, uh, to Rob Van Dam, and of course to the amazing and ever inspiring Lawrence Green. Charles, I'm gonna steal your line. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Someday Podcast. Happy one year anniversary to Someday. We hope you have a great day. <laughs>